You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Hey there. Good morning. Welcome in. This is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. ESPN New York, your home for Jets football, your home for Knicks basketball, your home fairly soon for Rangers hockey once again. And of course, as you know, as someone who is up at this hour, who listens to the show regularly, it's your home to Michael K. Show trivia champion, Gordon Damer. As well as Stump Stump Rothenberg living legend, Gordon Damer. Oh my goodness. Still reliving the, the moments from this past weekend. An amazing performance. Now, accurate up to 87%. 87% accuracy overall. And this past weekend, it was up to 90 I mean, if there ever is a next time, and that's not guaranteed. T- tomorrow's promise to no one. And especially with the way I've been dominating, they might try to push me down even further. But if there ever is a next time, I mean, what, 95%? I mean, you'd have to answer what, like, 19 out of 20 questions to get 95%. But so much to do, and only uh, I would say maybe about 46% is going to be me complimenting me. But we'll be instituting a new rule on this Thursday. Usually that would be something we would save to Monday. But you know know what? We have to uh, institute a new rule after something that happened yesterday. So I'll explain that a little bit later. But after 140 days, that's how long it has been. Since the NBA got shut down, 140 days. The NBA is back starting tonight inside the bubble. Couple of games, Jazz Pelicans, Clippers, Lakers. That's a good game. And it's kind of fitting that the Jazz are one of the teams that's playing because it was the Jazz and Rudy Gobert, as we now know, that got the ball rolling on the NBA. I do think that as time has passed, and a lot of time has passed, 140 days, I do think Rudy Gobert is off the hook a little bit, right? Because if it was not, we now know, if it was not going to be him with the way the world has gone, it was going to be someone else. So maybe he still gets criticized for being tad uh, tad reckless in the way he went about it. But the NBA was getting shut down one way or the other. And look, every league has obstacles. The NBA, the NHL for them, I think their greatest obstacle was the timing, right? Happening during their season. They didn't get the prep time of baseball, didn't get the prep time of the NFL. But they are now going to be back and look pretty secure, right? As baseball season kind of feels like it's hanging by a thread, maybe a little thicker thread today than it was maybe two days ago, but still a thread. The NBA looks pretty secure. And if anyone is going to succeed, it's likely going to be them. Right now, two rounds of testing, zero positive cases. And while it's not really truly a bubble that they're playing in, it's about as secure an environment as you could possibly have. And as I said for baseball, baseball at this stage, given with what they're doing, they should be going above and beyond every single rule. The players themselves, right? The players want to be... The, the say to, to be able to do kind of what they want, they don't want it to be forced upon them by the owners, well, then they should be taking every precaution possible in terms of the spread of uh, coronavirus. Even if it is 
not going to have any major right. Maybe it doesn't pay. It doesn't pay off in, in keeping uh, things where they are right now. But they should be going above and beyond. So masks during games, socially distancing in the dugout, no high five, all this type of stuff. That that's what they should be doing. And the NBA looks pretty secure as they uh, return to uh, action tonight. But of course, you had the baseball last night. Things you can count on in this uh, uncertain time. A. Jacob DeGrom not getting a win. And B, the Yankees just absolutely hammering the Orioles. Mets lost the Red Sox 6-5. No win for DeGrom, obviously, because the Mets didn't win. Over the last three years, at this point, Jacob DeGrom has 21 victories. His ERA in those victories, 0.92. The other 44 games, his ERA still pretty good, 2.62. That's elite. And his record is 0-17. And I don't think that last night as a kid, I, I know the shows I'm sure today will be talking, well, you know, the Mets never score for Jacob DeGrom. And that has been a trend here the last couple of years. There's no doubt about that. They scored three runs last night. I mean, they actually gave him a lead. So it wasn't like, and it wasn't he that blew the lead. It was the bullpen that blew the lead. But there were some uh, familiar problems for the Mets last night, problems that uh, tend to uh, pop up, defense being one of them. And uh, also kind of, the you know, the fact that their bullpen – is not great. Maybe that is the reason why that they just rely on a couple of relievers. Seth Lugo, who has been fantastic for them over the last year or so, gave up a home run that tied the game, and then Justin Wilson, pitching for the fourth time in six days, didn't have it. He said he wasn't tired. It certainly looked, I mean, it, he didn't look good last night. So, uh, And then, of course, the Mets uh, load the bases in the ninth inning. They're set up to at least tie the game, and they are not able to do so. I think they had bases loaded one out. And they only scored one run, so a uh, rough one to lose like that. Three for 14 with runners in scoring position. But still, you take, you, you know, uh, losing to the Red Sox, who have uh, not looked good. I mean, they've looked as, as bad as, as any team really could have looked. That's a little frustrating, especially when you have your ace on the mound. But uh, not to be for the Mets last night. But don't worry, New York. Don't worry, sports fans of New York. The Yankees are here for you. They'll, they'll carry you through. They might not be your first choice, but they should be your first choice. Yankees crushed the Orioles 9-3. DJ LeMahieu, four hits, a home run, startup. I didn't even have the game on at that point. That's how fast he struck. Aaron Judge's first home run of the season. Aaron Hicks, a home run. Garrett Cole. This is going to go out on a limb. But I'm going to go there. I think Garrett Cole is really good. I I'm I'm just going with what I see. I'm not Bill James. I'm not inside the numbers. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm open to the analytics, but I'm not all that well versed in the analytics. But I just watch Garrett Cole pitch, and uh, when I do, he looks like a really good pitcher. I, I know that this is going to strike some as uh, you know obscene to say on the air, but uh, now since uh, May 27th of uh, 2019, that would be over a year ago. He is now 17-0 and and an ERA under two. Again, not Bill James. Again, wins for pitchers is a stupid stat, and you really shouldn't rely on it. But 17-0, and it doesn't really matter what the, the other numbers are. Seems like that that's pretty good. And we should have played a game yesterday of can you name an Oriole? Because watching the game... <laughs> Looking at some of the names, I consider myself a pretty big baseball fan. And uh, when they were hitting, 
I'm like, who the hell is this guy? There was a couple of guys that, that, that have familiar names, but not many. It almost felt like when you're, you're playing like a video game on like franchise mode and you're like you're six years down the road and they have guys that are not actual players. They're just uh, names that they come up with. That seems like the Orioles. Unfortunately, when you're playing those video games, some of those guys, the made-up names, are actually good. The Orioles are not. And it feels like the Yankees always beat the Orioles. It feels that way because they do. They've now won 17 in a row against the Orioles. Their last 16 in a row at Camden Yards. I saw some stat from uh, Katie Sharp. Uh, Last 11 games against the Orioles, the Yankees have hit 46 home runs. Again, seems high. Uh, The only strange thing last night, no hits for Glaber Torres. I I hope he's feeling okay. It's very strange for the Yankees to have a game against the Orioles and for Glaber Torres not to do anything. And look, you never want to see a situation going on with what the Marlins are dealing with. But if the Yankees could get a few more games against the Orioles, that would be awesome. Uh, That would be awesome because they're awesome, especially against the Orioles. But uh, the problem is, and I don't know, maybe Yankee fans don't feel this way, the game itself is kind of meaningless. Like the regular season is kind of meaningless because you know the Yankees are going to the playoffs. Based on the rule changes they made for this year, even without the rule changes for this year, it's pretty clear the Yankees are going to go to the, the playoffs. But you cannot make a reasonable argument for them not to go to the playoffs. I mean, the, the, everybody's going. If you don't go to the playoffs this year in Major League Baseball, you're not any good. So uh, the Yankees win, Mets lose, the NBA is back. Lots of stuff to do on this Thursday. And we'll start with the, the poll question, which is going up uh, momentarily on Twitter at Gordon Damer. And it is very uncertain times. But as we're starting to get some sports back now, baseball's back, the NBA starts uh, tonight. Restarts tonight, the hockey, all these things, training camp for football, all these things are starting to sprout up now. But in in these uncertain times, what can you count on more than anything else in sports? Now, we only had four options. I'm sure people will point out things in the comments of things that I missed. But at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, while I'm trying to come up with the answers to this, the four most obvious for a New York sports fan, A, Yankees beating the Orioles. That seems like you always lead with a strong contender to win the poll. Second, Rob Manfred's cluelessness. Hmm, gee, I wonder what that could be about. We'll get to that in the next segment. C, Jacob deGrom's lack of support. Met fan, the two thing Met fans love more than anything. Gary, Keith, and Ron calling the game. Oh, my God, they love uh, – if, if a game is called by somebody other than Gary, Keith, and Ron, it's an abomination to the sport of baseball. They, they can't stand it. They have such high standards for themselves. They're almost like the guy that goes to the deli counter and, and wants to have a little slice of the cold cut, right? Because it has to measure up to their very high standards. And mm, – no, this, uh, this uh, turkey is just not going to cut it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ron, behind the counter. It's, uh, it, this is not going to cut it. So they have two things that they love. They love Gary, Keith, and Ron. Oh, my God. Find someone in life who loves you the way Met fans love Gary, Keith, and Ron. And then, B, they love to talk about how Jacob deGrom does not get enough support. So that's the third option, not the Gary, Keith, and Ron. Uh, DeGrom's lack of support. And then D, since the NBA is back, I had to put one in there 
So I went with Adam Silver's leadership. Because out of all the sports, if you were going to say one is going to get their season completed, and I'm not going to focus on the hockey because I don't know enough about it, but of the big three, I would say that the NBA clearly is the, uh, the front runner to get a season completed even despite the situation we're living in. So those are your four options. Yankees beating the Orioles, Rob Manfred's cluelessness, Jacob DeGrom's lack of support, and I'm sure he's going to get a lot of support today because, oh my God, if somehow I could have figured out a way to put DeGrom along with Gary, Keith, and Ron, uh, then it would have been a blow. I mean, they would just have blown it out. Even the cardboard cutouts at the stadium would have been voting. But uh, And then Adam Silver's leadership is the uh, fourth option for you there. The poll question up on Twitter, at Gordon Dammer. You can vote on it there. I like to think that I'm your hero for my performance, not only as Michael Casho, trivia champion Gordon Dammer, but also as a Stump Rothenberg living legend after uh, my 90% accuracy performance back on Saturday. Yes, thank you, Whitney. And I can show you the receipts. We can go to the podcast, and you can see the receipts from back on Saturday. Okay, so new rule for the Gordon Damer Show, and it is the Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Poll question up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. Uh, So new rule. Now, this does not apply to everyone. This will not apply. First-time callers, first-time, long-time, everybody calls, does not apply to you. Now, you can, if you want, to use the rule It will probably help you in the long run, but I am not going to force it upon you. Second-time callers, also exempt. I would say even third-time callers are exempt. But regular callers, guys who, you know, call maybe not every day. It's hard to call every day at 5 o'clock in the morning. But the names you know, the Spikes in Jersey, the Lewis's in Whippany, the Omar's in Brooklyn. I do, at this point, have to insist, insist that you use my proper title because you know who I am. You know. You all know exactly who I am. And I will have to insist from now on that you say my name. And my name is Michael Casho, trivia champion Gordon Dammer. We will accept that. That is an acceptable answer. Also an acceptable answer is Stump Rothenberg, living legend Gordon Dammer. Either of those will applaud. And you might say, Gordon, it's ridiculous to, to be forcing people to call it. Well, look, this is the rules of engagement, right? And it's no more ridiculous than, uh, I don't know, Sir Elton John or Sir Paul McCartney or doctors. I mean, you have to call doctors doctors, right? Everybody, Say my name. Say my name. My name is Michael Casho, trivia champion Gordon Damon. Or, of course, Stump Rothenberg, living legend. All right. So I love Whitney. She's amazing. What a voice. She could have sang anything and it would have sounded good. But what a shock, right? Let's get back into the sports. What a shock. Yesterday, baseball came down with a ruling on Joe Kelly. Some people have referred to him as an American hero, Joe Kelly. I think it it applies. But he got suspended for throwing at the Astros on Tuesday. I I saw it. I think it was the Post 
that described it uh, as all hell broke loose. No, it didn't. I have seen hell break loose before, and I can understand, you know, sometimes hell breaking loose is in the eye of the beholder. That was not all hell breaking loose. That was a, a, a two teams coming off the, 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 uh, out of the dugouts and out of the stands to look at each other with some, some weird looks. That's, that is not all hell breaking loose. But, of course, Kelly got suspended. You had to expect that he was going to get suspended. But then the news comes down. It's eight games. Remind yourself, eight games for hitting absolutely no one. He didn't hit anyone. And if it was so egregious, he didn't even get ejected. He did not get ejected in the game. It was one pitch. It was the pitch to uh, Bregman. It was not the pitch to Correa, which was a slider. It was one pitch. And he got suspended for eight games, which in a 162-game season would seem a little high. In a 60-game season is absolutely outrageous. There's no other way to... That is essentially 22 games. When was the last time you can remember a baseball player getting suspended for 22 games? I'll wait. 22 games for not hitting anyone. Now, you can say, well, you know, intent is the same thing. Okay, find me somebody who, with the intent, got suspended for 22 games. Joe Kelly got suspended... Because he made a crybaby face. That's it. If he doesn't make the crybaby face, he doesn't get suspended at all. Well, maybe he does. Because baseball just has to protect the Astros at every single turn. I mean, it's preposterous. And as everybody has already brought up, but I'll bring it up here as well, Joe Kelly, even if he only got suspended for one game, got suspended more than any Astros player involved in the greatest cheating operation in baseball, in sports, in a century. Think about that. I mean, that is outrageous. And I think that the reason why, because he made a crybaby face and baseball didn't like that. They point, I think it was Buster only that pointed out, well, you know, Kelly's got a uh, history of, of doing that. Well, he got suspended for hitting Tyler Austin a couple of years back. He got suspended 22 games for not hitting Alex Bregman. Amir Garrett of the Reds basically tried to take on an entire team and started a brawl, got suspended for six games. Well, you know, he does have a history of this. Okay, what's the Astros' history exactly? Joe Kelly's mistake was not asking for immunity. Then if he would have asked for immunity, then maybe he would have been in the clear. If you get in trouble with baseball, first thing, demand immunity. And then you'll give up all the secrets and everything else, and then maybe you don't get suspended. And who knows, maybe if Carlos Correa pouts a little bit more, Joe Kelly might be suspended for the entire year. So does this mean moving forward that anyone who throws anywhere close to any Astros player is going to be suspended for for what? 
one-ninth of the seat. I don't know what the math is. It's a ridiculous punishment. And anyone and everyone has to realize it's a ridiculous punishment. Anyone who's telling you that 22 games for what Joe Kelly did, I can't. I have to assume that they don't watch baseball. I mean, what, what the hell are you talking about? 22 games? That doesn't seem a tad high to you? And the real problem baseball has is this whole situation is because of baseball's failures, because of Rob Manfred's failures. If the Astros, not the GM, not the, the manager, if the actual organization, if the actual players or the organization had been punished in some way, then maybe the scene that you saw with Joe Kelly the other night would not have happened. But the problem with this is, is now with Joe Kelly being suspended, I think if, that, if, the, if the, the eight games was supposed to serve as a deterrent to other players, hey, don't even think about doing this, I don't know, man. Just from looking at some of the comments on Twitter and, and reading stuff, I don't, it feels like it's kind of almost um, galvanized players in the outrageousness of the suspension. 22, I mean, essentially 22 games for not hitting anyone. Now, I want to make it clear. There's this Instagram post that's going on, uh, going around and spreading. Like, while it was the line about uh, lies uh, make it halfway around the world before the truth puts its pants on. The Joe Kelly post on Instagram, that is not actually Joe. I mean, does do people not realize that that's not actually Joe Kelly. There's a post, and it looks like it's Joe Kelly (laughs) holding three babies. And um, the babies have had uh, photoshopped the uh, faces of Bregman, Correa, and uh, Altuve. (laughs) That's the first sign. And then the uh, post is, Hey, guys, with the suspension I received from Major League Baseball for my actions on Tuesday, I would like to apologize to absolutely nobody. The Astros are hiding in their dugout because I'm suspended. Just wait until I get out. I mean, people have to know. I, I get that when you see it originally, you think, oh, my God, may, who knows? I don't know what Joe Kelly's like. Maybe he is out of his mind. Um, maybe that's a, that, that's a real post. But, a, I mean, after any investigation at all, you have to realize that that's clearly fake. That's not really uh, Joe Kelly's account. Uh, but I'm pretty sure Major League Baseball, after doing their investigation into the Instagram post, they're going to suspend Joe Kelly for another 22 games. Another 22 games. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I said yesterday, you know, throwing up and in like that, obviously that sh- you shouldn't do that. The, the location of the pitch is the problem. Going at somebody's head, head too dangerous. Uh, you can't allow that to go on. So Joe Kelly getting suspended, that's fine. The length of the suspension after not suspending the Astros players a single game is outrageous. And that's what this all comes down to. That's what this all comes down to, is that the Astros players around the game don't feel like the Astros have been punished at all. The, the players clearly weren't. You know, losing the manager and losing the GM, uh, that's, uh, that's something, I guess. It's better than, uh, you know, losing a draft pick. But that's the reason why this this sentiment is out there. So there you go. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Now, as for um, the poll question today, 
Tough. In these uncertain times, you can, what can you count on more than anything else in sports? And we gave you four options. I don't know if anybody – has anybody suggested any uh, other ones yet so far? Let me see. I don't think so. No, nobody has suggested anything else. So that's a good sign. At least, uh, you know, 28 minutes into the show, nobody has told me how badly I've screwed up. But the four options are Yankees beating the Orioles. Yankees beat the Orioles again last night. Rob Manfred's cluelessness. That's uh, the second option. Jacob deGrom's lack of support or Adam Silver's leadership. Well, I always say, you know, you take the two that you, you, you can kind of cross off. I think that there's clearly one that you can cross off. That is Adam Silver's leadership. I don't know why. I felt a need to put something in there because the NBA's restarting. Maybe I could have put uh, the NBA's um, obliviousness to... Uh, the China situation, considering that article that's come out on ESPN. I have not read the whole thing, so we're not going to talk about it today. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, but I'd say out of the three, hmm, really tough. What can you count on more than anything else? Well, if I had to cross off another one, I guess it would probably be Rob Manfred's clueless. So, although, you know, Jacob DeGrom got three runs last night. Three runs is not nothing. It's not like they scored zero runs for him. And, and, and for Jacob DeGrom, three runs is... It's like a bonanza. It's like the old uh, Eddie Murphy. Is, is, is this a Ritz cracker? Uh, so I would say I, if I had one pick, I'd probably say the Yankees beating the Orioles. I mean, they've beaten them now, what, 17 times overall and 16 times at Camden Yards? That seems like that's pretty automatic, mainly because the Yankees are awesome, and B, the Orioles are terrible. So I would go, yeah, the Yankees beating the Orioles. I feel confident in that boat. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. All right, let's go to uh, Chris's in Manhattan. Chris, what's going on, my man? Hey, good morning, Gordon. How's everything? I'm good. Wait a minute. Um, I, listen, I think my biggest thing with uh, the Joe Kelly situation, um, and that this will be across baseball, if you have an issue with people, you're not doing it this year. 2020 is a little different. So if you're going to cause acts on the field deliberately, that are going to go uh, against public uh, public safety um, because I think it, Gordon, if I'm on the mound and I throw at you, and especially if I throw behind your head, you're coming to the mound. We're not social. We're, we're not social distancing at that point. I mean, there's there's a reason, and I mean baseball. Is baseball the best or worst COVID protocol? I mean, they just had an outbreak, right? So yeah. I'm. I'm just thinking just, you know, from a public health, uh, you know, I mean, look, you get all these guys together in that situation. I mean, because it's going to be bench clearing, right? What happens? Well, I mean, they, they did clear back. I mean, nobody threw any punches or anything like that. So, Not a, I mean, but, and look, the dangerousness. Is it about punches, Throwing though? at guys is clear, but that's not, I mean, that's not new. So no, to, no, to, no, to go to, you know, basically, too. you know, three times what a normal suspension would be. It's a little, all of a sudden now you're, if you're saying, look, it has to be serious because it's a serious offense. Well, the problem is, is that baseball has set, you know, generally what it is. It's about usually about six or seven games. And to have that happen in, uh, even in a COVID situation, there's, there's a reduction in games. So you would think that, all right, maybe a slightly more, which in this case would be, what, three games? They went with essentially 22 games. That's, that's, a, that's a huge step forward 
even if I give you the leeway of there's a safety element? No, there's a huge safety element. And again, you have the potential to cause an outbreak because you're mad at the end of the day. Well, that's, that's I mean, kind of selfish, wouldn't you say? Chris, I mean, we... You're doing and thank, all of this to keep people apart, and I'm mad, well, then, so then I need that, to throw it, Gordon. Uh, but, but, Chris, uh, thanks for the call. There, there's no evidence of that so far. Like, at least so far, and maybe tomorrow I'll have to say something completely different and I'll be proven completely wrong. I, I don't think the act of playing baseball greatly increases your, your odds of catching things, right? Like, it seems like the Marlins, the entire freaking team had... COVID when they were playing the Phillies and at least so far I know that it's not completely out of the you know the window yet but so far no Phillies players have tested positive so simply saying you know being closer than you know um, a normal situation gives you the you know having the benches clear like they did all of a sudden makes it a public safety issue I don't know that you can say that for sure as of yet now, we don't know how the Marlins became infected as greatly as they have. Uh, you saw, maybe you saw the Rutgers story. Rutgers has had 15 players test positive, and they've kind of tied that to a, a party on campus. I'm guessing if, the, if baseball ever does come down and figure out what it is exactly happened with the Marlins and why they, they had the outbreak that they did, I think it's going to be something more along those lines than playing the game of baseball. And maybe it was only one or two guys, and now the clubhouse and dugout and all that type of stuff has led. But for that many guys to become infected that quickly, it seems like something out of the ordinary happened. And baseball, as I said yesterday, they should be trying to figure that out. I mean, that's what if you can find, if you can't find out the answer to that, well, then the entire season is kind of hanging in the balance until you do. Because if, if you don't find out that answer, you don't know how to prevent it from happening again. And if it wasn't a party, if it wasn't something where guys were not following the, the proper safety protocols, well, then, yeah, it, it's a good possibility the baseball season could blow up at any point. But if it turns out that guys just simply weren't following the protocols put in place, well, then it makes it a little bit more reasonable to think that baseball can put an, an end to that, I guess, and uh, allow the season to continue on. Tied at two, beginning the 13th. Now the pitch. Fly ball to right field. It's deep. It's on its way, and it is gone. A home run. Edwin Rios, a two-run shot. And the Dodgers take a 4-2 lead. Oh, Charlie Stein of the call. The Dodgers. I don't think I've ever rooted for the Dodgers in my life. The Dodgers beat the Astros last night. So another loss for the Astros. And anytime the Astros lose, it just makes you have more confidence in the universe fixing itself. Rather than people fixing it for you, the universe, karma, if you will, kismet. I don't know what kismet is, but maybe it's kismet. Maybe it's not. It just makes you feel good. And uh, during the broadcast last night, it was not lost on uh, some members of the broadcast team for the Dodgers. Oral Hershiser said, that uh, the uh, suspension for Joe Kelly is ridiculous, and he was just one of either current or former players who said the same thing. I saw Nomar Garcia Paris saying the same thing. And then he did not stop there during a Jose Altuve strikeout. Listen to Oral Hershiser. Strike three call. Perhaps guessing something else. Two out. Guessing's harder than knowing. 
Yes, it is, Oral. Yes, it is. Guessing is harder than knowing. Isn't that the truth? I feel like that should be on a sign somewhere in a house. Guessing is harder than knowing. So there you go, your moment of inspiration for this uh, Thursday morning. Our poll question, which is up for today on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, as it always is. If you're avoiding it now, that's on you. Uh, In these uncertain times, what can you count on more than anything else? And I guess the surprise so far, Rob Manfred's cluelessness not doing that well. He's in third place right now, only slightly ahead of Adam Silver's leadership, which was, um, (laughs) got to be honest, I I didn't know what else to put in that fourth one. Didn't know what else to put in that fourth one. But the NBA restarts up tonight. And uh, one other thing that I have to point out, you know, the 22 teams, right? There's 30 NBA teams. 22 of them are uh, restarting tonight. You have some, some two games tonight, and then you have uh, the, uh, the ramp up to the playoffs. And what it tells you is that if you're one, a fan of the, the eight teams that are not playing, the league is telling you you don't really matter. And this is not really for the teams themselves. The Knicks obviously are making changes, and Tom Thibodeau and, and Leon Rose and all that, and we'll see what happens this uh, offseason. And I think it is uh, today is what? The 30th. So there's 26 days until the NBA draft lottery, which is the next important date, if it is assumed that Tom Thibodeau is eventually going to be introduced. So it's 26 days until the next important date for the Knicks. But for Knicks fans who think, you know what, well, you know what, we're, we're, we're getting there, we're getting close. I don't, I don't know how you could believe that, considering there's nothing. Like, you don't even have a star player that the league feels – is necessary to include you because they're just so transcendent. So at this point, you're starting basically at uh, ground zero. And I think Ian Begley was on with Barton Hahn a couple of days ago. And he said, you know, essentially the Knicks have two pieces. And the pieces are R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson. And that's it. So, all right. So there you go. The poll question. I don't know how that turned into a Nick thing, but uh, shots at the Knicks. But there you go. So actually, somebody brought up uh, you can count on the Knicks not making the playoffs. That's fair. But uh, I, I didn't include that one. So it's the Yankees beating the Orioles, Rob Manfred's cluelessness, Jacob DeGrom's lack of support, and Adam Silver's leadership. Maybe instead of Adam Silver's leadership, I should have included the, uh, the amazingness of Gary, Keith, and Ron. But I didn't. All right, back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go out to uh, Eric is in Manhattan. Eric. Uh, good morning, Michael K. Show trivia champion and Stump Rothenberg living legend Gordon Damer. Eric, I will say right now, now it's very early since we have instituted the rule. You have given the best presentation of the rule. Everyone who is calling at 1-800-919-ESPN, listen to how Eric confident flowed right off the top perfect job eric go ahead my friend you could probably you take it to much. the Thank end you. of the show i've been uh, listening to it for the last couple of weeks so i've had uh, plenty of time to rehearse for it so thank you very and much it was, um i'm actually a big well big fan of the show but i'm a big yankee fan and uh it was calling about joe kelly um first and foremost i agree 100 percent. the astros cheaters got away with it mlb dropped the ball should have had the title stripped agree with all that I probably could side with a pitcher, you know, plunking a few guys here and there. But the last thing that I'm going to do as a Yankee fan is come to the defense of Joe Kelly because if they suspended him for 100 games, I wouldn't care. Joe Kelly is a, is a mediocre pitcher that's made his name by plunking guys, especially the Tyler Austin incident. Not going to forget that because obviously I hate the Red Sox. 
But well, look, Eric, I, I think that's fair. Uh, I, I think that's fair. But I think that this is, to me, this is bigger than just Joe Kelly because I'm wondering now, are, is nobody allowed to come up and into the Astros? I mean, if you're, if you're handing down this strict a penalty for not hitting somebody, what happens when somebody eventually, even over 60 games, somebody's going to hit an Astros player? Are we to assume yes. that that person is, is, is doing that intentionally and that are they going to be punished as strictly as, as Joe Kelly has? Well, I, I guess this is the problem with it. And I agree that under a normal season, you know, I would have as much fun as anyone watching them, you know, uh, paint the inside of Astros players. But I guess the where Manfred is, and I would never come to the defense of Manfred, but kind of playing off of what Chris said in that other call, is that assume Joe Kelly throws in on someone on Houston and they decide instead of dancing in the middle of the field that there's going to be a dog pile in the middle of the field, and suddenly the two teams are now you know, spreading coronavirus, the two teams have to be shut down, now the season comes to an end. The last thing I want as a Yankee fan is having our chance at another championship ruined because some jackass like Joe Kelly took it upon himself to, uh, you know, paint uh, one of the Astros. So uh, look, while I agree that he should, they should be punished somehow, maybe in another season, like Michael K yesterday mentioned something about waiting until next season, you know, being patient. I don't want to see the season come to an end because of something like that. Well, uh, but I think Eric, and thanks for the call and a fantastic job, Eric, on the uh, introduction. Uh, once I want to, I want to reward people. I, I, I want to use the carrot and the stick. I don't want to just be using the stick and hanging up on uh, you know people when they don't use the proper title. I think for to say, well, you don't want to dogpile and you don't want to be spreading the coronavirus. And I would like to think that none of the Astros or the Dodgers have the coronavirus, right? Like, <laughs> if either of them have the coronavirus. That's the point of the testing every single day is to make sure that no player has it. And if, if a player does have it on either of those teams or any other team, then the in, it, it just increases the chances, even without a dog pile, even without benches clearing and everything else, that, that, that it's going to get out of control given the, uh, the infection rates and everything else. That's why, you know, look how quickly it spread through the Marlins. I think the point is, is to to not I, I don't think that that had anything to do with baseball's uh, decision here. I think that it they don't want people throwing at the Astros based on what has happened in the past because it continually makes Major League Baseball look bad. And the reason it makes Major League Baseball look bad is because Major League Baseball dropped the ball. So now every single time anything happens with the Astros, we're going to have to oh have to come to their defense. We gave them immunity, and in fact, I believe after uh, Oral Hershiser's comments about uh, guessing is a lot harder than knowing, Oral Hershiser suspended 22 games. All right, I mean, I'm expecting it. I'm sure it'll come down some point today. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we'll get more of your phone calls involved, more on the poll question. Also, a lot of NFL players opting out of the season. We had um, Nate Solder. The Giants opting out yesterday. Damian Williams of the Chiefs. So I have some thoughts on that uh, coming up, so we'll get into that. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. We take you up till 6 o'clock, the home of Michael K. Show trivia champion. As well as Stump Rothenberg, living legend, Gordon Damer. 
And in fact, it really wasn't just one moment. Because the last time I was great too. I was 80%. That's pretty good. It's not 90. I increased it every single time. Who knows? Next time it may be 100. And uh, we have instituted the new rule today on the Gordon Damer Show that when you call up, if you're a regular caller, First-time callers, maybe not so much, although I, maybe Eric's called before. I don't remember Eric specifically. He sounds familiar, but I don't. he's not one of the every-other-kind-of-day kind of guy. But right away, he knew it because from now on, for the regular callers, you do have to. You know. You no, all know that's exactly one, right? who it's, I am. It's just the Say My Name. Say My Name. Yes, Say My Name. Say My Name. Yes. And if you don't, uh, I will uh, then. You, you know, we could probably have a, a good poll question one day just on what's the best line of Breaking Bad. Say my name would be, I think say my name would probably be one of the contenders. You'd have to think so, right? I mean, the amount of gifs, gifs, whatever it is, a lot of people have used it. Was it me or did uh, Eric uh, sound like he is getting a little sick of me uh, pointing out my, uh, my dominance? over uh, trivia questions far and wide. This show, that show, filling in on shows, calling into shows. It did see it. Was it me? I don't know. But it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Conversations for this Thursday, July 30th, have focused on uh, things you can count on in these uncertain times. That is the poll question, which is up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. I would vote for the Yankees' dominance over the Orioles, but there are four options for you there. Other conversations we've had today. Uh, you should find someone in your life that looks at you like Met fans look at Gary, Keith, and Ron. I think that that's, uh, that is absolutely a true statement there. They love uh, more than anything else. What do you think they love more? Jacob deGrom? Or Gary, Keith, and Ron? I think it's Gary, Keith, and Ron. There's not a lot of criticism of either of them, but Gary, Keith, and Ron, I think that the first, anything that's that's not just pledging allegiance to Gary, Keith, and Ron on the internet might make the whole thing shut down, which might be a, a benefit for all of us. Uh, the NBA today returns, and we have proven on the show today the NBA, uh, the Knicks don't matter to them. Also, the baseball had to punish Joe Kelly because... They decided not to punish the Astros. So those are some of the topics that we have uh, focused on here on the Gordon Damer Show. Also, that uh, for the regular callers, we are now instituting a hard rule for regular callers. The guys that you know and you hear you know, quite often, and we appreciate them for calling. But from now on, you do have to say my name, which is Gordon Damer, Michael K. Show trivia champion. Or you can go with... Gordon Damer, Stump Rothenberg, living legend. Either or, Eric, he decided to use both, which is beautiful. I mean, if you want to use both, well, then you can't go any, you can't go wrong there. But if you only want to use one, the humble, modest person that I am, I, I don't feel like you, I should force you to use both. Only one. That's enough. All right, back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN. Let's go out to uh, Greg is in East Meadow. Greg. Michael Kisho, trivia champion, Gordon Damer. Good morning. Hey. All right, Greg, get to it, my can't friend. You, can't you come up with a you know with a title that incorporates both like ESPN Radio Trivia King, something a little? Something well, a little you know, more. here's the thing, Greg. I, the I reason why I went with this, yeah, the reason why I went with this is because our show does not get any promotion whatsoever. So to tie in one of the other shows, the the marquee shows on the station, uh, to try to uh, associate myself in any way 
with the big powerhouses, I feel like I have to include those shows, not just that I'm a trivia master, because who cares? But the fact that I can throw in Michael Kay's show to hopefully get a mention there, or Stump Rothenberg to maybe ever get a mention there, you know, that's the, that's the reasoning behind it. I get it. Okay. So you want a little cross-promotion then. Um, Any right, cross-promotion, really. This whole yeah. notion of, of baseball being, a, you know, being concerned about a public health crisis or, you know, being uh, um, so hung up on the COVID, uh, you know, rules and all of that, as Chris said, first of all, they're still running around the dugouts without masks on. So right, they're still celebrating. Baseball be? So how concerned can they be about that? And if you're really concerned about a public health crisis with players running onto the field, why don't you tell them ahead of time that if anybody leaves their position or leaves the dugout for the purposes of, you know, joining a scrum or a fight or whatever the case may be, tell them that they're going to get a 22-game suspension. So it's, it's a little absurd. And then this whole notion of this eight-game suspension, obviously on appeal, it's going to get knocked down to the historical precedent, which is probably five or six games, which, which, would, be two game, which would be two games in this season. So I, you know, I think it's. I think baseball is trying to send a message, knowing full well that this is not. No arbitrator is going to let this, this stand. Uh, we'll see, Greg. I wouldn't be surprised. Greg, thanks for the call. I wouldn't be surprised, given uh, baseball's uh, uh, love of the Astros, uh, that they uh, bump it up even further. <laughs> It'll turn out to be a twelve-game suspension, which would be I don't even know how many games. I can't do the math on the air. I can't I can't eat on the air and I can't do math on the air. Let's go to Eddie in Manhattan, Eddie. Hey, good, good morning, champ. Listen, you're the only champion. Oh, oh, champ is, is too – Eddie, that's too lax. Uh, I will let you pass no, but, this but time. I, got, I, got, I have a point to all that. The reason Quick. I call you champ, you got, you got so many titles, so many um, it's true. accolades. I just, I just call you champ. And you're the only champion that's still playing the game and in the Hall of Fame at the same time. That ain't never been done. So, you know what I'm saying? You're taking the exactly. game to a whole different level. But um, what I want to say about the, the Astro situation – the reason MLB is doing that, they want to send out a message real quick so that way they won't have to go the whole season like people throwing at the Astros. Now, what I would suggest, I don't, I don't, I don't recommend throwing at the guys here, but I would suggest is like when team has a lead on the Astros, start plucking them. Like, you know, like if the game is like in seventh inning and you got like a three, four run lead, start plucking them when they come to bat. Yeah. You uh, well, like, Eddie, we're running out of know. time. Thank you for the call, my friend. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that baseball did kind of want to like nip this in the bud, and that's part of the reason why it was such a strict penalty, even though, again, Joe Kelly didn't even get ejected from the game. So it wasn't that egregious. But I, I think that they have kind of galvanized support, but it's not support to not hit the Astros. I think you're going to see more of this kind of thing moving forward. What you're not going to see moving forward is this show. It's already over for today. Please vote on the poll question on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Dammer as I bang my computer to the ground. We'll see you tomorrow at 5, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.